0: Ladies, I am so excited. I just hit publish on a new prayer journal that I created. It'll be available on Amazon soon. I will let you know as soon as it's ready for purchase. And it's based off of Life Balance. Life Balance I've recorded on here several times. It is putting God first and then our spouse. Our kids come after them and then it'll be work, friends and family. Uh, extended family. Last is church ministry. When we keep our life in that order, things will progress. They will be less chaotic. So, what I've done is I put that idea into a prayer journal and it's a low content book, so it has plenty of lines available for you to write out your prayers. One, your gratitude to the Lord. Two, your prayers for your husband. Three, the prayers for your children and your future grandchildren, if you don't have them yet. Four, uh, your work, your husband's work, your extended family, your friends. You can name them all line by line on here. And then last is your church ministry. The ministry, or not even church ministry, your ministry. Because always remember, your kids and your husband are your ministry at home first. So I'm super excited about it. And today's episode, I just wanted to lead in with that. But I'm going to talk more about how when I woke up at 1.30 the other morning, and I got writing on this prayer journal for over three hours in the middle of the night while y'all were still asleep, and how my day progressed after that, and how it really opened my eyes of helping my husband have a safe haven when he gets home stay tuned i'll explain more hello sisters is your bs ruining your marriage are your before submission tendencies halting the joys of marriage i see you i know you i was you I'm Carrie LaFever, a daughter to the king, follower of Jesus, and spirit filled. I've been married almost 29 years to my rugged mister. We have two tall tattooed sons, two gorgeous daughter-in-laws, and the cutest grandson. I almost destroyed our marriage six years ago due to my own BS. I cried out, Lord, change him. Yet I was the one that needed changing. And the good Lord brought me a mentor. I'm here now to share all that with you, my experiences, the scriptures, and other Titus 2 mentoring tips. I back everything to God's word and I pray your marriage will be edified with each episode. Before I get into the story, uh, today is a salty day. It's an episode for a salty to run. So I'm going to give you a scripture uh, to work off of for this life balance. However, um, every day we should have scripture in our heart. It doesn't matter if it's a salty Thursday or whatever other day of the week, but get the good word in your spirit every single day. Ask the Lord for a scripture that is going to grow you and edify you, edify you and that your witness can be built up so others see Christ in you. So the scripture I want to give you is 1 Peter 5, 8. And this is the Amplified Version. It says, Be sober, which is well-balanced and self discipline. Be alert and cautious at all times. The enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion who's fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour remember that scripture. I'm going to come back to it in a moment. But as I was saying, I woke the other morning at 1 30 a.m. And i had fallen asleep normal time, like about 9 30. And when I woke at 1 30, I was awake, like wide awake as though I had slept a full eight hours. I don't know if it was that I had a good four hour nap or what. I laid there and I tossed and turned for over an hour. I tried to pray and my prayers were all over the place. I could not keep my brain focused Anyway, so I decided about 245 I saw it was the last time on my phone and I got up. And I thought, all right, Lord, here's the day. So I got up and I came out to the dining room table, sat here for a while, and um, to see if I was gonna get tired enough to fall back to sleep, and it wasn't happening. So I have learned that one, when I am starting to write a book, that it I often wake up in the middle of the night, usually it's about 4 a.m., not 1.30. Um, but if the Lord does it, I'm gonna work with it. And I'm gonna walk through that that amount of time and use it for his purpose. And I'm gonna stay content in that also. So um, I had my day planned out and I thought, well, if I need to go back to sleep at 11 and take a nap or something, I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna fight it. Well, in the middle of the night, when it was about 3.30 that I started, I got out the laptop and I just started writing part of the um, prayer journal. At the end of it is I have found a specific scripture that relates to prayer or encouragement or healing, trust, all those words. And I put a simple scripture at the end of each prayer area and I was able to use that time in the middle of the night to locate the scriptures and type them into all those areas. I got, oh my goodness, about 95% of the scriptures done during those two and a half hours, three hours before Mr. woke up. So it was, it was a lot of progress. Well, this is where the interesting part comes in. I, I was, it was great all day. I was awake. I did my normal stuff around the house. I had an online class that I worked with for two hours. Great time in the Lord. And, uh, It was after that that I had lunch and then I was like, you know, I'm getting pretty tired and I think I had to get the edge taken off of me before Mr. comes home. He usually gets home about quarter or four every day. So I laid down and y'all, I fell asleep hard. It was like a flat out. at least hour and a half nap where I was just out to the world so much so that I was asleep until he pulled in the driveway because the dog started barking to alert that someone was here and I was like oh my gosh and you know when you're pulled out of sleep so quickly that you don't even know like where am I, what day is it I mean because you're asleep but it's middle of the day, oh my goodness like I was just pulled out and my head was in such a fog in that moment as Mr. walked in the door with a hey, how are ya? Like, how's your day? He was like so excited to see me, and I'm just like, I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, trying to get my head together. Part of our afternoon routine is um, I'll have coffee made or hot water on for tea and uh, we'll sit together and just catch up on our day. So Mr. was all ready to do that and here I am in brain fog mode and I'm literally like trying to put water into the coffee maker and like just make some sense of what's even going on. And as I was doing that, he starts telling me about we uh, wanted him to have a certain day off of in March, um, for a church thing that's going on. And, uh, he wasn't able to get the day off because there's a vendor coming in on that day. And it was one of those moments that it was like too much bad news too quick when I had just woke up and I was like not even being able to process. And then I can't remember, There's another thing that we taught, he talked about quickly that was like another, like, Oh, bad news kind of thing. And as these things are coming at me, it made me realize even more so how much we need to give our husbands about a half an hour when they walk in the door and i teach wives this all the time i'll explain to them that if you just give your husband an half an hour when he walks in the door just a half hour to unwind change his clothes take a shower whatever his normal routine is for us we've gotten to the point that in our half hour his half hour It's having coffee together. It's him being ready to tell me about his day. I'm not bombarding him with questions. I'm not telling him, you know, we got to take care of this. We got to take care of that kind of thing. Now, of course, if it's something that's super important, that's like life-threatening or very urgent, then we can bring it to our husbands. But for the most part it can wait 30 minutes. If your child got in trouble at school, it can wait 30 minutes. If there's an unexpected bill that came in the mail, it can wait 30 minutes. By giving our husband that space, it gives him unwind time, time to relax, time to unload from putting in eight or 10 hours at the job site or at the office give him that half hour and I guarantee you, I promise you that you will get his 100% after that. And I realized that in the moment when when I was woke up from such a, a deep nap that when I sat here with him and we were having tea together and I was starting to wake up, it took me about a good half hour. And then I was able to comprehend what he was even talking about when he at first told me that he wasn't gonna be able to take that day off from work. It immediately put me like in a sour mood because I, my brain wasn't working right. And we can do that to our husbands when we just put too much information on them too quickly when their brains aren't working right. And I mean that in a way of their brains aren't focused on home life because it's just been focused on work for the last eight hours. I so wish I had 30 minutes of wake-up time before he walked in the door. Our afternoon was fine and everything, but if I had that half hour, I knew I would have been more awake and more ready to handle the kind of bad news that he was bringing in the door. Um, if we do the same thing for our husbands and give them that 30-minute quiet time, it creates a safe haven for them to come home to. They know after a pattern of it after a week of doing it for him, two weeks of doing it for him, you know, several months of doing it for him. He knows that when he walks in the door, he can unwind for a little bit before he has to go into husband mode and dad mode and everything. Just give him that transition time is what we're doing. You know, and if we look back at that scripture of 1 Peter 5, 8, it starts out with be sober. This is the amplified version again, which is well-balanced and self-disciplined. When we give our husbands that 30 minutes, they can fall back into their life balance. They can fall back into being well-balanced in their mind of transitioning from work into the home atmosphere. And then in so doing, it gives them an opportunity to be self-disciplined, to not react or not to, um, you know, bite back because they haven't had that moment, and I and I know that because it's what I was feeling. Because if you continue on with that scripture, it says the enemy, the enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Our husbands can be devoured up by the devil because their minds haven't had opportunity to settle into home life. We can be devoured by the devil because we throw things onto our husbands too quickly, making him react back at us, causing us to react back to them. Do you see how the devil can do it? He'll want to get a stronghold in there. He'll want to get a foothold in on your marriage in any way possible because you're thrown off balance and you're not being self-disciplined. Give your husband a well-balanced life. Give him time when he walks in the door. Create a home that's a safe haven for him that he knows he's going to get a half hour of quiet time, and then he can get into go mode after that and be present for his family. It's just a mere 30 minutes, sister. I know that you've missed him all day. I know that the children have missed the, missed him all day. But even if you can train the children, let's give daddy some quiet time for a little bit. Take them outside in the yard while he relaxes. When he sees that his family is enjoying life, that'll help him transition also into being home and being present. Thank you for listening to the Love, Honor, Obey podcast. I'm Carrie, and I appreciate your time. Please like, subscribe, and share these episodes and follow along on social media. Help other women learn how to have joy-filled marriages all while standing on God's Word. Together, we can advance the kingdom.